Hello, everyone. My name is Edith, also known as the Lady E, and welcome to the Lady E Effect podcast. Today, we have a lovely guest, and we're going to just get right into it. We're going to give you the opportunity to share who you are and let us know just what you do. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me on, Edith. I'm excited to be here today and sharing some value with the audience. And great podcast that you have, by the way. I've been listening to some of them and it's amazing the people that you're having on and the value that you're adding to the people, right? So, again, thank you for having me on. But my name is Adam Figueroa. Um, as you can tell, I'm Latino. I'm born and raised here in California. Uh, my family, we come from Mexico. And so we're an immigrant family, you know, just like a lot of other families. We came to the U.S. looking for the big American dream. And I'm so thankful for my parents for all the sacrifices they made for me, right? But I'm born and raised in Cali. I'm a second, a middle child, right, from four different siblings. And I'm in the financial industry, providing financial education, financial services to families. Um, and I think something that's very, very needed, right? But I've been in this industry now for a bit over five years. And I don't think it's a better time for us to talk about our topic than today, especially with all the craziness going on in the world right now in the economy, right? So it's a little bit about, about my background. Well, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate that. Um, as you know, the Lady E Effect, we love to have guests that just share so much value, talk about purpose, and just things that really have a transformative um, effect on our audience. So we're going to go ahead and get into some questions and dive in. So first things first, um, I definitely want to touch basis on your profession. Um, as you said, you're in the financial industry. And a lot of times when people think about the financial industry, they think of, you know, just money itself and, you know, making money, which is important, but there's a lot of other factors that people really don't think about. So um, I definitely would like to just pick your brain with a, a couple of areas of what you specialize in and what you do. Um, you did say that you um, have families that is your main um, audience as far as who you target and provide financial service and um, valuable information to that I'm sure is very transformative as far as life preparation, different stages in their lives. So uh, sure. if you could just go ahead and um, elaborate on more of what you do and how you provide your services to families. Awesome. Great question, right? So I do everything since I work with a broker. With I, I'm contracted with over 50 different financial companies, some of the top in the, in the whole industry, right? So I do everything in financial services when it comes to life insurance, permanent, uh, term and permanent, retirement planning, college planning, estate planning, business planning. So I do it all, right? But to make it simple, what I focus on doing is educating families how to build wealth and how to transfer wealth to the next generation, right? Like you mentioned, I feel like a lot of people, they're focused too much on the day-to-day. -day. Uh, they have no idea really who to go to to get some financial education. A lot of times we try to go to the big corporations, to the banks, but unfortunately, a lot of times they don't cater toward our needs, right? Um, and they might not offer us the best service specifically for us, right? Because it's all about profits, right? Uh, Wall Street, and they want to you for, for you to gamble your money in the market without really knowing what the market is going to do for yourself and for your future, right? So um, when it comes to, I think, when it comes to somebody's finances, I think it's, it's very simple. But unfortunately, I feel like it's an aspect that so many families overlook, right? Um, I sit down with the family and uh, I ask them, how much income do you make? You know, what are your expenses and how much do you have left over at the end of the month? And they have no idea about these numbers. And I think that's what really people need to start. They need, they need to know exactly where they are today with their finances and also understand where they want to be. It's very hard to hit a target you don't you can't see. Right. So if you don't know where you're at and you don't know where you want to be, how are you supposed to get ahead financially? Right. So I think that's where people need to start is uh, money management. I think is very important. And it's very crucial to understand where your money is going to. 
Uh, because once you understand where it's going to, now you're able to attack the areas that you feel you need to attack, right? But if you have no idea, if it's just coming in, it's leaving your pocket, how are you supposed to control it? So people don't understand this, but money is also habits, right? People have money habits. If you're a consumer, you're gonna doesn't matter how much money you're gonna make, you're gonna go blow it all. If you're a saver and an investor thinking about assets over liabilities, you're gonna be thinking about investing your money. Why do we see so many people who win the lottery and then three, four, five years later, they're broke, right? Why do we see so many uh, families who maybe while they're alive, they created a ton of wealth, but then they leave it to their family and now it's all gone, they spend everything. So money habits are very important. And I think just starting by identifying where you're at right now, where your finances at, right? Um, what expenses do you have? I, I believe we all have two types of expenses. We have fixed expenses that are necessary, mortgage, car payments, et cetera, right? So the expenses that are coming in every month, and then we have variable expenses. The type of things, you know, uh, Netflix and, you know, online shopping and Amazon, that we could really eliminate those if we needed to, but you need to understand your finances, right? So I think that's a good place for families to start. Just understand where your money is currently going to. And if you're not making a very high income, I think if you're making maybe under 50000 a year, one of your biggest priorities as a family needs to be making more income, right? There's only so much you could do with your fixed salary, with your fixed income. If you have 500 bucks left over every month, that's not going to be life-changing. There's only so much you could do with that money, right? So that's kind of where you want to start. Once you have your finances in order, you have, you have an idea of mm -hmm. uh, where your money is going to, how much you're bringing it in. Uh, what places you could improve it and then you can really start making a difference when it comes to some of these services, right? So that's my two cents. Um, I think that's the beginning. Um, income is very important. I believe people need to focus a lot on their income and increasing their income. That's really going to make the biggest difference for somebody's finances, I think, is increasing their income, right? So mm -hmm. that's that's my thoughts. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. As you know, and as you stated earlier, there's so many things that are going on. Um, there's a lot of things that we can bring up, but, you know, I'm sure with those that are, yeah, paying attention to the news, you know, banks and things just being exposed. I mean, now is the most important time to protect yourself, um, not just financially, but really understand what protection means, especially when you're raising a family, you're being an adult, you know, we're all getting older. So there's a lot of challenges and hardships around us, whether we're already wealthy, working towards wealth, or just learning how to increase our cash flow. So speaking of those areas, I want to touch a topic in regards to life insurance. I feel like when people think about this topic, they get scared they think about oh you know when i'm going to pass away and they don't understand a lot of the benefits they don't understand a lot of protection that if you have the right structure and you have the right information and resources and you know people around you um that makes a huge difference understanding that so um if you want to go ahead and um there's so many expertise that you have if you want to share your thoughts regarding life insurance and how it's beneficial to all of us how would you like to explain that to the audience 100% so life insurance uh i think that's the foundation for every family's household is life insurance right once you have kids once you once you have things that you're financially responsible for you need to be you need to have life insurance for yourself right and a lot of times the thing if you have life insurance through work that's not sufficient a lot of times it's group insurance. It's uh, you have a, you get a piece of the pie. It's not your individual policy. You don't get to pick uh, what type of policy you're getting. And 99% of the time, it's not going to be enough for your family to really take care of your family financially the way you're taking care of them, right? So you need to always have your individual benefits. I always recommend every single family have your individual benefits when it comes to retirement planning, 
college planning and also life insurance, right? Because you take them with you everywhere that you go. And at the same time, you get to pick who doesn't want options, right? right. But life insurance is the foundation. Why is it the foundation? You see, if you're focused on investing and saving money, but you have no life insurance, all of that's not really going to matter short term if your assets, if your investments don't really get to where they need to get to, right? Uh, let's say you want to leave your family behind, let's say a million dollars. How long is it going to take you to save and invest a million dollars? It's going to take you years. You might not even get there depending on the market, right? But if you qualify for a life insurance policy and something happens to you in three, six months from now, your family gets a million dollars tax-free. So like, like you said, a very good point. Some families are afraid, not afraid, but some families don't like to talk about life insurance because we don't like to talk about our debt. We don't like to think about it. Life insurance is one of those things that we all know that we need, right? Especially when we have kids and we're getting older. We all know we need it, but we kind of just put it in the back burner. Like, ah, I'll get it. I'll get it later on, right? And we procrastinate. And then we just let it, we let it keep going, let it keep going. Something happens with our health or every year that goes by just keeps getting more expensive. So why wait? Why not get it when you're the healthiest you're going to be or you're the youngest you're ever going to be, which is today, right? Um, but that's a foundation because... Think about this. If you're hearing this and you're a breadwinner, whether you're a female or a male, if you're a breadwinner, your income is the most important thing to your family in your finances. Take away your income. Everything that you work for is going to disappear in a matter of time. The bills keep coming in. This is, the, this is your income. This is the bills, right? When you pass away, which one stops? The income stops. But the bills keep coming in for your family. So why not have protection why not have a policy that's going to take care of everything that you work for for your family once you're gone? Why not? That, that Life insurance is the only bill that you pay that's going to protect your family financially and provide for them after you're gone. So a lot of people, like when people go through financial struggles, of you, the life insurance policy should be the last thing you're thinking about getting rid of, right? Why? Because like I said, if you're struggling, let's say you're not doing the best financially. If you're struggling today, and you could barely keep up your payments, think about how worse your family would be if you were to pass away. So life insurance really is like the bread and butter of somebody's finances, at least to start. That's where people need to start, is by having proper protection, right? Now, what options do families have? Maybe you're hearing that you don't know your options. It's very simple. You have term, you have permanent, right? A term policy is kind of like renting a car, 10, 20, 30 years. If you use it within those time periods, awesome. If something doesn't happen to you, which I believe... Hopefully, you're not hoping something does happen to you, right? But if nothing happens to you, then you don't use the coverage, right? Very inexpensive. If somebody wants something very simple, very basic, that's perfect, right? And then you also have the permanent route. So permanent route uh, is you qualify. It never expires. It, you qualify for the, rest, uh, for the rest of your life until you were to pass away. But with some um, permanent policies, actually, most of them, all of them, if I'm not mistaken, you have a cash value, right? So that cash value could earn you interest tax-free, could compound and grow for your future, and then you could later access the cash value tax-free, right? So you have two routes. It all depends. If you already have a term policy, do you have living benefits, right? So there's newer type of insurance policies where if you get a critical, chronic, or terminal illness, you can actually access the death benefit to pay your medical and personal expenses, right? Mm -hmm. There's a 76 to 79% chance we're all going to get a critical or chronic illness in our lifetime. Um, why not have protection also for your health? So you have life insurance policies that offer uh, death protection, but also health protection for while you're still living with these living benefits. Very, very inexpensive, by the way. And then on the permanent route, like I said, that's more with cash accumulation, right? Where you could pay a little bit more than your minimum 
And now your money is earning compounding interest that you can later access for whatever you need to, whether it's education for kids, whether it's for retirement, vacations, you name it. You can access money throughout your lifetime, tax and penalty free, right? So it kind of comes down to a family's uh, target when it comes to life insurance. I think people need to understand how much insurance they actually need. A lot of people have insurance, but they don't have proper protection. It's way different. Um, life insurance is supposed to help you pay off your debt if you're to pass away. It's supposed to help you replace your income for your kids. Uh, at least we recommend by 10. Uh, your, so you could take your annual income, multiply that by 10. It's supposed to help pay off your mortgage if you own a home. And it's supposed to pay off the kid's education. So this is an actual equation that we utilize to determine how much uh, insurance a family needs and we show them get proper coverage, right? So those are the two routes that you could take. You could do a term, you could go permanent, and the designs are different depending on somebody's financial future and somebody's financial goals, right? Yes. Thank you so much for touching bases on all of that, um, especially just going deeper into life insurance. Uh, like I said before, you know, this is something that people don't necessarily want to talk about, but, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially when it comes to financial literacy, unfortunately, a lot of us are financially illiterate and not, you know, we're not taught this in school, you know, sure. we have a lot of different courses and colleges and universities and master programs that even if you're in the space of finance or business or things like that, it doesn't really dive deep into things that are going to give us that long-term protection, teaching us what protection really means just in spaces of insurance, whether it's life insurance or health insurance, or just, you know, things that we really, really need to be able to build an empire or just even to build a solid foundation. So we appreciate you touching bases on that because I definitely believe with the audience hearing this, it'll just take off that ease and burden of them understanding, you know, life insurance, but just really understanding what the financial industry really is. You know, cash flow is important. Yes, wealth is important, but protecting yourself and understanding what protection really means is a huge, huge difference. So with that being said, um, I just kind of want to shift a little bit. Um, I know you didn't touch bases on this, but, you know, speaking of families, you are a father and, you know, you're welcome to share a little bit about that. And in the profession that you're in, um, what do you teach your child in regards to your purpose and your passion and just the financial industry and the industry that you're in? Good question. Yeah, I mean, uh, father. I actually became a father at a very young age. I was still in school when I became a father, and it was it was hard. You know, it, it was uh, complicated. I had my challenges, obviously, um, being a being a young young dad. Um, but it's only been one of the biggest blessings in my life because it has really helped me stay focused. Right. Uh, while maybe a lot of my people that I know they're out there having a good time and maybe not focusing too much on the future, I got to really dial in and start focusing on some goals that I want to accomplish for myself. Right. So. It was definitely a blessing in disguise. It obviously helped me mature a lot faster as well. And it's one of those things, right, that, you know, you can read all about it all you want, but you're not prepared. You are not. You really can't get be prepared for it until you go through it, right? Yes. Um, there's a good quote that says, you know, if you ask God for something, he's not going to give it to you. He'll put you in circumstances that are going to help you develop that trait, right? If you want patience, he'll put you through tough times uh, or through stressful times. And if you want uh, strength, he's going to put you through very hard challenges, right? So... Everything, um, I believe everything always comes, always happens for a reason. It's always in our blessing. You, you got to just change the way you look at it, right? So, I mean, I, I'm so thankful that I'm part of this industry because I've been able to surround myself with the right people who are where I want to be, but also get to learn all, all of this financial game that I'm able to now learn for myself, but also teach my son, right? And it's so simple. Like, it's, it's crazy, but I read a great book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? 
which yes. I'm pretty sure the most famous uh, entrepreneurship book in the in the whole history of entrepreneurship, right? Mm -hmm. But one of the things that really stuck out to me is having assets over liabilities, right? And I think something that's so important is that is just not only understanding your money, but also understanding what you're going to use your money for, right? You need to have a game plan for your money. Once you make more income, what are you going to do with it? So one of the beautiful th things about it is that, you know, I've always brought my son to the office with me ever since I started in this business when he was two years old. And he's always just seen me work, right? See me work, see me work for myself, dress. He wanted to start, um, I bought him a couple of suits. He used to wear a couple of suits to the office with me too at two, three, four years old. And I think as parents, we don't realize that our kids pretty much don't hear what they say, but they, they copy what we do, right? So we could sit here, we could tell our kids, hey, you know, go become successful, work hard, be the best version you could be of yourself, do all these right things. But if we're not doing it ourselves, they're not going to copy that. They're going to copy what we, what we actually do, right? So and it's pretty cool because now I have conversations with my son about business and, hey, dad, what do you think if I open this business? You think that's a good idea and about success and hard work? And right now he loves soccer, so he looks up to Cristiano Ronaldo. And then he's always speaking to me about him, right? Like, what, like another time. In order to be the best at what you do, it takes so much work, so much sacrifice. Like you're competing with the whole world to be the best at what you do. So I think it's just the mindset that I've been able to acquire myself. Now I'm able to transfer it to my son about entrepreneurship and success. And it just starts with that, with those little things. And just, hey, learn how to save your money. Hey, use your money to make more money. Don't just let it sit there. Like take it and go make money with it. And then keep doing it, keep doing that until you hit your goal, right? Go start little businesses get very good at sales because that's really where all the money is at it's in sales, right? Um, so it just shaping his mindset, I think is very important. Where maybe, you know, us growing up, we weren't really taught about some of these concepts, some of these ideas that weren't really planted in our head. And it's okay. Uh, but now that we have these opportunities, now that we have access to this information with social media, you got to use social media for the right things, right? Um, so everybody has access to all this information. But that's what I'm trying to teach a little bit of my son. And I think the biggest thing, though, is not really me teaching him, but him watching me go through it, right? And that's really what's going to stick to to kids is what, what they see as experience, what they see as go through, what they see as do is what they're going to one day copy. And that's what they're going to remember from us being parents, right? So thank you for that question. But yes, definitely parenting is uh, it's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I'm just honored to just hear that, you know, fathers are definitely not celebrated enough, especially when it comes to like minorities and things like that. You hear just more of things that just overshadow just the amazing things that you gentlemen are teaching your sons, you know, you're raising young men, you know, and um, I've shared in uh, a previous uh, segment, you know, speaking to another entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, shout out to John Jr. Um, he was just sharing, you know, what really shaped him to become an entrepreneur is just his dad, you know, his dad, mm -hmm was an entrepreneur um, from a very young age. Um, he always had a job, but he always was in entrepreneurship. So just teaching him that and then the legacy carrying over to him being a father now and him teaching his children and when he's in um, business areas and bringing them along. And it just really opens up the mind of a child. I know my mom always yes. says, children learn where they live. And it's really true. You know, parents, you know, whether you start at a young age or whatever age you start at, at parenting, it's a gift from God. You know, God 
chooses us to do things. We don't really choose things the way we think we do ourselves. And, you know, whether it's challenges, hardships, it's all a part of your journey. It's all a part of your right. testimony and definitely overall just part of your purpose. So we really appreciate you sharing that. Um, and shout out to all the amazing fathers that are like you teaching their children at a young age. Two is never too early to start learning about business, learning exactly. about protection, learning how to, you know, just build an empire and just really understanding what that means. So it's amazing just to hear, you know, his curiosity and just a lot of things that he knows that maybe a lot of other kids don't know, or maybe other adults don't necessarily know too. Exactly. Um, That's very, very key. Sorry to interrupt you, but I was going to say, I think, I think also parents, we kind of underestimate our kids, right? We underestimate how smart they are. They pay attention to everything. Like you could say one thing and then they'll come back to you a couple of weeks later and they're like, hey, I heard you say this. So now you, you see that they start saying it too, right? So I, I think that's very important. And I think uh, being uh, not more careful, but think being more intentional with what you want them to learn is also very key. Especially nowadays, you know, now they have so much access to social media. I think especially being a being a dad or being being a father, right? You have to you have to understand what you stand for, right? And I think that's very I think something that's being lost now too much, right? Is that people don't really stand for anything, so they fall for anything, right? All their ideas change, their morals change, their standards change. And I think um as a dad, we need to have high standards for ourselves personally that we could transfer to our kids, but also understand our values and principles, right? What what are the right things to do, what are the wrong things to do? And doesn't matter what happened, we stand by these values, right? So especially nowadays with social media and all this crazy stuff that is out, that's out there, all this uh, brainwashing that's going on is we got to, you know, we got to raise our kids the way we want to raise them and not let the world raise them because we have no idea how they're going to end up, right? So mm-hmm. just my little two cents on that, but I think that's very, very important. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, you've touched so many amazing, amazing areas that, it just literally intertwines, you know, your professionalism, even prior to becoming a parent, but when you become a parent, like they intertwine, you know, it teaches you how to be a, the best version of yourself and not just a better version of yourself. And, you know, children, it's beyond curiosity. Like you said, children are very underestimated, you know, I, yeah, I remember even when I first started a job at eight, like I was a paper girl and, you know, I really admired my mother um, being an entrepreneur, being a businesswoman, being in the healthcare industries, but other healthcare industries and just knowing the importance of with her being a mother of four at that time and eventually being six, you know, a job alone couldn't raise her children. You know, she had to properly invest in the necessary industries, do her research, see what's the most profitable, but most importantly, what's the most beneficial as far as giving to others. Because I truly believe that, um, especially here at the Lady E Effect, we know that success really comes most from how you can be a best service to others, right? So problem solving, the more you solve, you know, the wealthier you can get. It's just really right. simple. So Very simple. really understanding that and understanding what your purpose is, whether you're in the financial industry or you are in, in you know, any other industry, you know, it's important to teach your children this as young as possible because the world will shape them if you don't. So, you know, right. just being um, really just really being in a place where you understand that and understand, you know, you're, you're growing too, you know, there's no age that you stop learning, even when you become 75 and by God's grace, get older than that, you never stop learning. And this is something that I say all the time, you know, there's power in learning, but there's power in unlearning. You know, we've been, we've been brainwashed. Oh, so good. 
Right. We've been taught so many things that really has been harmful. And unfortunately, I'm sure when you speak to different family members or business owners, when it comes to their financial space, you know, a lot of people shape their lives based on their beliefs. So if we're being brainwashed and we're given really fraudulent information and things that we think is better for us, but it's more harmful us for us, then it's just like, that's why, unfortunately, a lot of people end up in financial hardships because they didn't know better. And they, you know, they went to school, they did what they were told, just even using Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is an amazing book. Shout out to Robert Kiyosaki. Like, yeah, like it just really puts a lot in perspective because we are taught go to school, you know, get great grades, you know, get a great job. And whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or et cetera, like you think that when you hear that they can't have financial hardships or they may not, they may understand everything financially. And a lot of them, they don't, you know, there are people in super wealthy industries that still struggle financially, especially when there's recession, um, inflation, um, just things that, you know, the world secretly may know how to do that, especially those in your industry as well as you. But a lot of people, they don't want to provide this information. And that's why, unfortunately, a lot of families stay in like a middle class or a lower class. And, you know, the choice is yours. You know, there's a lot of information out here, but there's a lot of fraudulent information out here. So, you know, we're we're responsible to just provide as valuable information as possible. So I'm, you know, we're excited to have you here because, you know, you tell it like it is and you being directly in an industry that has an impact on everyone, singles, those that are, uh, that have families, business owners, empires, franchises, you understand what they need. And, you know, there's always something that someone does not know that you can provide valuable information to them. Yeah, and I, I, I like the one of the points you made was very true was uh, the financial information not really being shared, at least uh, not to the full extent, right? And I agree to that because if you look at the traditional financial industry, Charles Schwab, Morgan Stanley, Edward Jones, they focus on doing asset management, right? Which means what? You need to have assets for them to manage. If you don't have assets for them to manage, they're not going to sit with you. Um, some of these uh, firms require a million dollars for you to sit down with them before they sit down with you for them to handle your money. But if you come from a middle American family like I do, from an immigrant family, came here looking for something better, we don't have you know, 300, 400, 500,000 ready to invest. So unfortunately, it's the 90% of, the, of, the, of families in America who are mainly struggling financially. I believe not the top 5, 10%. They have people helping them out. They have the resources. But it's those people right in the middle, right? Or those people maybe in the lower half as well. That's where I come from. Where we don't, we're not really exposed to financial information, right? We're not exposed about how to save money, how to invest money, uh, the type, the right type of services versus the wrong type of services, um, and that's really where I come in with our company. Is we focus on helping middle American families get ahead financially. We stand for no family left behind. Doesn't matter if you have fifty dollars a month to invest, or if you have two hundred dollars a month that you want to put away, or ten thousand a month, right? We could help out anybody with the same information, the same resources that all the wealthy families are using, right? So it's a very big injustice in the financial industry. And people, I think, are starting to kind of realize that. That's why a lot of people are doing a lot of more of self-learning and buying their own books and podcasts and doing self-research, right? Which is very good. That's what you want to do. You want to be resourceful. But it's only so far you could take yourself. You always want to have a financial professional that's licensed to kind of back up what you're saying, maybe give you some recommendations, right? So... That is very, very important. 
Um, another thing, you know, and you mentioned about the traditional system where maybe back in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, it worked out very well, which is what? Going to school, good education, you get a degree, you get a good paying job, right? But if you're kind of like me where I want a lot more than that, than just an average life for 40 years, that's not going to, most likely not going to work out for you. I remember sitting down in classroom thinking like, man, all this stuff that I'm learning here in high school, I'm never going to use ever again, right? Like, it's a broken, at least I thought, like, this is a broken system. Like, people are people not, like, am I weird? Is something wrong with me? Like, but just the idea of doing the same thing for 40 years, clock in, clock out for 40 years nonstop and have some weekends off and have I ask people for time out to be there for my family or take a vacation, heck no. <laughs> was I going to do that ever? So, and I think people are starting to kind of realize that now, right? Like, companies are not paying enough, right, compared to, um, the cost of living that's going up in America. People need a side income just to be able to be afloat. And the faster you start learning how to take advantage and start taking control of your income, the faster you're going to get financially free, right? So you get to finances. Yes, I believe financial services is very, very important. If you have kids, you're married, you have a household, you need some of these services. And I could help out anybody that anybody needs any help. We don't charge for what we do. But number two is also you got you to gotta get more control of your life. And usually a lot of times it starts by your income. If you can really get control of your income because you have a certain skill set, you have your own business, you could really get financially free in a couple of years, right? So good points, Edith. I want to just touch base on that a little bit. No, thank you. You have touched it. Really everything that we've discussed, but specifically you highlighted is what every family needs, not just Americans. You know, we both come from foreign um, bloodlines, you know, as I share, my family's Nigerian, Igbo to be exact. And even in my culture being so wealthy and et cetera, I mean, there's a lot of hardship still, you know, there's a lot of poverty going on anywhere, you know, whether you're in the U.S. or you're in Africa or you're in Asia, there's always a wealthy and rich area, but there's also places where there's poverty. So there's obviously a disconnect there and there's a gap there that, you know, we have the responsibility to bridge that gap because there's a lot of other people that don't want to necessarily do those things. So this is why we have amazing people like you on our platform to really educate the people and just let them know, you know, there's a lot of information out here, but, you know, every that comes on this platform they know what they're talking about they've had the years of experience they take the areas of not just the personal areas but a lot of times people say it's not business it's personal it's both and even just touching back on you know rich dad poor dad i mean that was something that was highlighted at a young age too you know when robert was talking about just his experience with you know his rich dad versus his poor dad they both taught him a lot of essential things in life, but what the rich dad, quote unquote, taught him is stuff that he's literally teaching generations to come. So that's the key thing, the generational wealth, but the generational literacy when it comes to finances, when exactly. it comes to education, when it comes to protection, right? We're not hearing this as much as, oh, this person is a billionaire. Or, oh, this person is this, but they tell you that they might share things with you, but a lot of times they don't. So I do like the fact that areas like YouTube or areas like, you know, oh, really? certain social media places can really be better, you know, institutions for education than colleges, universities, masters, um, which, you know, we don't have anything against those things, but oh. it puts you in a very limited space because like you I said- agree. Um, I went to a performing arts high school. So there was a lot of things that at that time I thought I was going to do. But at the end of the day, there was a lot of information where when you think about it, 
what is this really going to do for me in real life? And they tell you, you know, college prepares you for real life. No, real life prepares you for real life and God himself. So as you shared earlier, if you want to, you know, be stronger, if you want to get more wisdom, or if you want to get things that really shape you to be that child of God that you were chosen to be, God will put you through hardships or challenging, you know, areas and seasons in your life, not to break you, but to make you and shape you and make you stronger. So I really love that you mentioned that too, because you know, we definitely believe in the glory of God. We believe that purpose, faith, it all intertwines it with his calling over our lives and how you just take the professional areas of always educating families and business owners and just people in whatever areas of their life. But you take that and you share that with your son. You take that and you share that with your family members and those in your region. That is what is purpose, right? So speaking of that, um, I have one final question before we wrap up. This has just been an amazing talk. And, you know, I know the audience is just engaged and ready to hear more. So um, my last question is when it comes to purpose, how would you share with the audience what purpose means to you? Uh, I think purpose is calling, right? Calling from God uh, toward us. I believe God, uh, and that's a very good question to uh, wrap up this interview, you could say. But um, I believe God puts dreams in us that we all have. And unfortunately, as we start getting older, we start having experiences. Life starts getting harder. We start having responsibilities. We forget about those dreams. We forget about those gut feelings of doing something big, of retiring your parents, of traveling the world, of starting a nonprofit, of having your own business to help people, right? Um, but I think that's what purpose is. It's a God calling, right? It's, a, it's your calling from God of what you're supposed to do in this earth. Everybody has a calling, whether... Some of them is entrepreneurship. Like, I feel like that's for me, to make an impact, to do something huge in this world. Some people could be to be a great mom, right? And your purpose, uh, it could differ. But I think finding your purpose is the most beautiful thing in this earth, right? But at the same time, I feel like so many people get too caught up trying to find their purpose. Where they're too stagnant, they're stressed out, they're depressed, because they're like, I don't feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose what I've came to learn, Edith, is that the way you find, you don't find your purpose, your purpose finds you, right? Yeah. And how does that come to be? By you being the best version of yourself you can every single day, and it's going to come find you. But if you're sitting and you're waiting around for it to come find you, for it to come save you, it's not going to happen, right? We all want to be in that bliss. We all want to be in the happiness, but it's not going to, it's not going to just sit on you. It's not going to come fall on your lap. It's going to, you have to attract it, right? Um, and at the same time, you need to have the courage enough to go pursue it. Because it's scary. It's most likely going to be totally different than what you might think. And it'll be very scary, but that's where your faith kicks in. Now you're like, you know what? I have I have this feeling in my gut. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to go for it. You have to drop what you're doing. You have to go all in, right? Because if you want big rewards, you got to make big decisions, right? So you need to make sure that you're becoming the best version of yourself every day. doesn't matter what you do. That's what I try to teach my son is whatever you do, be the best at it. Be the best that you can be. doesn't matter what you do, but be the best that you can be because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything, right? So you got to show up and be the best you could be. At the same time, you have to also uh, be willing to be patient because it takes time. It's not going to come on your schedule, right? God is going to give us his blessing based on his schedule, not based on our schedule, right? And that's very frustrating, by the way, because I've been, I've been in those moments. I'm like, man, what am I supposed to do next? And we see no light at the end of the tunnel, but it's always going to be there. We got to just keep going, right? Um, and it takes courage. It takes courage to stand for something. It takes courage to pursue your dreams and goals. It takes a ton of hard work. But if you're willing to go through that, you will have a fulfilled life. Uh, you're going to make a huge impact. 
um, and you're going to ultimately reach happiness. I think that's what happiness is, is pursuing the best version of yourself and pursuing making an impact. I believe that's where you find happiness, right? So that's what I would say about purpose either. That was amazing. Um, I completely agree uh, with everything that you shared. Thank you so much for just coming on here and just blessing us with your wisdom, blessing us with your purpose, and just encouraging the audience from all over the world to understand, you know, hardships happen with everybody. You know, um, there's good, there's bad, there's ugly, but being the best version of yourself and understanding that life is really a precious gift from God, what you do with it is your gift back to him. And That's right. you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, there'll be ups and downs, but, you know, it's like a roller coaster, but it's <laughs> final destination. And, you know, life is, is, is so beautiful. It's so precious. And you know, I absolutely, absolutely agree with you. So with that being said, if anybody would want to reach out with, with to you or get in touch with you, how can the audience get in touch with you? Good question. Um, I'll provide you guys my contact information. Like I said, any question that you guys have, I could, you guys could always reach out. Um, when it comes to any 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 topic, insurance, retirement, college planning, estate planning, business planning, I could always give you a second opinion. 510-491-8511. I am licensed in multiple states apart from California, so maybe you're in a different state. I'm most likely licensed in your state. If not, I could get licensed. So reach out. Um, any question that you guys might have, I'm here to 100% help and serve as much as I can. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here. We really, really appreciate your time. As always, uh, here at the Lady E Effect, we are here to transform lives. So our guests are just uh, an amazing version of that. So with that being said, again, my name is Edith. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, please be sure to follow us on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we have our podcast space in many different areas, but primarily in YouTube. Apple, Amazon, Spotify, please follow us on there. We will have more information on how to reach us in our description box. And you all take care and have a blessed day. Thank you. All right, you. Bye. You too.